podcast, Cinderella Chats. I'm your host, Cinderella Field. Yes, that's really my name. Along with your co-host, Sandy Hunter. We are so excited to be here to share some insight about life, love, and relationships. So let's get to it. Hey, Sandy. Well, good morning. How are you? I am as good as I can be with what I'm dealing with right now and have been for quite some time, to be honest with you. Oh, I'm afraid to ask the hormone thing. Yes, it's the hormone thing. Yes. Mm -mm. Oh, if only I knew then what I know now. And I mean, it's taught me so many things, honestly. And I, I, I mean, I know a lot about hormone stuff. She does, girl. Now, let me just tell you, if there's one thing she should be Cinderella Field PhD in the hormone world, <laughs> yeah. she does. She has a lot of research, a lot of things that she does. So when she talks about our body and things that happen, she's like a great group of doctors that she and I'm just talking like you're not sitting here beside me, but a great group of doctors that she talks to and um, throws situations around and has come up with a lot of good things, healthy things, and information about our bodies that we need. Now, even though I know right now she's going through her own stuff, me just having a hysterectomy a few months back, I can tell you, hormones menopause, the whole nine, it just sucks. I don't know. (laughs) Well, what sent me off on that journey, to be honest with you, was when I had a thyroid issue and I had choking, swelling sensations in my throat that felt like the oxygen to my brain was being cut off. I literally thought I was going to die. That's really the truth. Right. And I read a lot of Suzanne Summers books and a lot of other books on the endocrine system. Right. And went to those physicians that wrote those books to get an assessment and ended up ultimately in, I mean, we lived in Houston and Mm -hmm. we had lived in Houston twice, actually. And this particular, it's Hotsi Health and Wellness was where I decided to go. And they did a huge workup to figure out why my thyroid had done what it had done. And I remember back then, aren't you going to look at my TPO Mm -hmm. as far as my blood work is concerned? Mm -hmm. And they really didn't even, and they would admittedly say that back then they didn't, they're just like, why is that necessary? Right. Well, that tells you whether you have antibodies to Hashimoto's. Right. And guess what? I did. Hold that thought because for our listeners, I want you to know we're talking about hormones and here's a slight definition. They're chemicals that coordinate different functions in your body by carrying message through your body to your organs, your skin, muscle, and other tissues. These signals tell your body what to do and when to do it. And hormones are essential for life and your health. So she's having issues with these particular ones. Okay, go ahead. Just in case they don't know what we're talking about. Yes, yes, yes. But this is what people don't understand about the thyroid. It's a central command center. Right. Okay. And even above it is the pituitary gland. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
So, and women fluctuate hormonally more than men do. Oh, absolutely. Because we're, we're the baby making machine. Yes. (laughs) I was trying to be nice. What are we? We're the baby machine. (laughs) Well, I mean, don't you make babies when you do that? Okay. So baby making machines. Anyway. So when I, when I went there and I did that, they were just enamored with the fact that I knew as much as I did. Because she is a researcher. Mm -hmm. Well, yes. I mean, I didn't want to die. I was young. This was back in like 2005. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they had taken out, they took out in 2006, I believe it was either 2005 or 2006 that they took out half my thyroid. And I mean, my hair fell out by the handfuls. Mm -hmm. I would walk into the pantry. I had an incredible memory. I didn't have to write anything down. And people thought it was photogenic. I don't think it was photogenic. I just had an incredible memory. And all of a sudden I'd go into the pantry, you know, to get a box of macaroni and cheese. And I would walk in there and just like stand (laughs) and just look around and just go, what did I come in here for? (laughs) It literally scared me to death. And then I would look down at my hands and I would go, oh my gosh, they look like little old ladies. How did this happen? You know, I mean, just that sort of thing. And Mm -hmm. so I was only in my forties. And so you darn right. I sat down and I used that computer. And Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I love the computer for researching. I don't love it for a a lot of other reasons, but (laughs) anyway, so I ended up as a guest speaker three times on the radio show and they changed policy on their guest coming in as far as hormonal replacement was concerned for people that had amalgam fillings because those can affect the endocrine system. They How sure about can. that? They can because I've had, had mine all removed. Yes, me too. I'm not any smarter than anyone else. It's just, mm-hmm. I just am a research nerd. Well, and kind of, I guess you could say I'm self-centered because I want to be well. I don't well, know. And hormones... I mean, having too many, having not enough, I mean, can just throw our bodies completely out of whack. And our moods. Absolutely. Make us hard to get along with or, <laughs> you know, really easy to get well, along with. Well, you can have irregular menstruations, infertility, acne, hormonal acne, diabetes, thyroid disease, like you were talking about, mm-hmm. you hyperthyroidism or hyperthyroidism, obesity. I mean, all these can, and, and like me, even like me, because I've had cancer before. I have a set, different set of rules I have to go by. But when you have these issues, a lot of times women will go into lady doctors and they will give them. And most of the time they're men there. Yeah. They'll give them, put them on an HRT program. And that HRT program will be synthetic hormones that will help relieve some of these symptoms I just read off. Mm-hmm. Now, someone like myself who has had cancer and can't take HRT or do the synthetic hormones, I was told, quote, and I say, you're going to have to just do it like your grandma, your great grandma, and your great, great grandma did it before you. And I laughed and I was like, what exactly does that mean? That means that we can't give you anything synthetic because the cancer you had was hormone driven. So they don't want to put hormones in my body with the simple fact that there could be some kind of 
cancer cell floating around that's just going to make it grow. So I can't take like HCG shots. You know, that was a popular weight loss drug not too long ago. That was the human growth hormone. Mm-hmm. I, I know friends that took it. I did not, but yeah, yes, I, I can't, I can't it. take stuff like that. So moods, absolutely not a whole lot they can do for me. So my zero to 60 temperament went to just light switch. It just goes on and off. <laughs> yeah. I, I've said it in past podcast that, you know, Sandy was a bit, mm, when I would go get my lashes done, it's like, girl, really? Hmm. <laughs> Lighten up on the fingers. <laughs> After she had told me, I just want to kill something, Cinderella. I mean, I just on my way to work want to kill something. Throat punch. That's a good thing. That's one of my classic terms is throat punch. Listen, we all go through it. And for you to think for one second that you're going to miss out on it, guess what? Not going to happen. Cinderella is well, it can happen. Right now. Well, I guess, yes, it can happen. If you eat a proper diet yes. and you don't ever cheat or you don't do any of that stuff mm-hmm. or you don't have any stress in your life or your children right. don't give you any stress or your husband doesn't give you any stress or the people at work don't give you any right. stress because stress is a major factor right. in he, changing your hormones. Right. And here is some symptoms of hormonal hormonal imbalances. So if you're in your forties, even late thirties now, from what I understand, if you're experiencing slow heartbeat, rapid heartbeat, unexplained weight gain or loss, fatigue, constipation, diarrhea, numbness, or tingling in your hands. I had that one. That was kind of weird. Higher than normal blood cholesterol levels, depression, anxiety, being unable to tolerate cold temperatures or warm temperatures, dry, coarse skin and hair, thin, warm and moist skin, irregular body fat distribution, distribution, not being able to sleep. Yeah. Not being able to see skin tags, extreme thirst and frequent urination. People, it's all all driven by hormones. Like Cinderella said, hair loss. I know you experienced that. You said, you know, the the amount of hair loss. Memory issues, really bad. And that really bothered me. Absolutely. Um, Heavy periods, hot flashes. Now, let me tell you, hot flashes are what I think of what hell could possibly be like in short little spurts. You know what I mean? You can't get enough things off to get cool. If you have a loss of muscle mass, I mean, there's just so many things, Cushing syndrome, hypothyroid syndrome, like you said, the onset of Hashimoto's. Well, that was caused from breast implants, by the way. Did you hear me, ladies? Yes. Breast implants. And you don't want me to even go down the Botox road. Yeah. So there are several things in this hormonal thing that... We just have to get through and going through it is, can be a very, very trying time, but getting towards the backside of it where you can look back and say, okay, I went through all this and get to take a break and go, okay, let me relax for a little bit. So, but with that comes a lot of things that you need to be aware of. And, um, Cinderella can tell you she's had her own experience. She's going through something right now and it's just this crazy thing of life, I guess, is what you want to call it. Part of life. Well, this is what happened. Like I said, I take full 
responsibility and accountability for my part in it. But aren't we taught to trust physicians? Oh, yes. Okay. Well, here's another thing that I will say too. I'm a very strong advocate for my health. You are. I will say that 110%. Because guess what? That physician that I am seeing for the first time or the 50th time only spends about 15 or 20 minutes with me at the most. And so they don't spend 24 7, 365 days a year with me. I know me better than they know me. I know my body better than they know my body because I live with that. And here's another thing science. Yes. Is not an exact science. It's just not. And medicine is not. And every, even though we all have two eyes, two ears, one heart, two hands, two legs, kidneys, a liver, a gallbladder, all of that stuff does not mean that our body reacts the same to stress, to the environment, amen, to something we may medicate ourselves with mm-hmm. or anything else. Okay. So right. that's why I'm saying medicine is not an exact science. It varies from patient, patient. to patient. Absolutely. Okay. I agree with that. Yes. But some physicians can get kind of heady about the fact that they're physicians. Oh, I okay. totally get that. And then, you know why I like the Hotzi people? Because they, it's about a partnership with you and your body. Right. And they listen to you and they treat you as an equal. Right. Like, okay. well, like you have a decision, you're a decision maker in your own healthcare too. Well, right. And, 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 and I mean, how many women want the right to choose what, they do to their bodies. Yeah. Cause I've had but doctors then, before go, yeah. I'm the doctor. Just take this. Oh, you've just, been looking at Dr. Google again, Cinderella. I mean, it's so patronizing. It's Do you want me to wave a magic wand? And I can't just wave a magic wand and make you well. I mean, that's what I've heard. Yeah, I mean, that's absolutely. what I have heard setting in well, the doctor's I've office. I've experienced it too, to where I went in and had all these questions. And first of all, they look at you like an idiot. And almost disdain because you even asked or questioned what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And then they give you your medicine and basically say, here, take this, shut up, go away. Don't bother me. Mm-hmm. I don't like those kind of doctors. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, those kind of physicians, mm-hmm. they prefer to be called physicians because, you know, doctors have PhDs. Mm-hmm. They're a physician. But. I don't even know what I was going to say now that I went down that road because I'm telling you, it's just like, uh oh, <laughs> what was that thought again? <laughs> and you know what my brain yes. says? It doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. That's our answer for everything. We can't remember anything. It doesn't matter. You walked in here 50 times. It doesn't matter. But listen, I will tell you after COVID, going through menopause, all of this stuff, and it's stressing. It's just stressing. I don't know how else to say. Just the the way your body feels is stressing, but I got concerned because I kept one day I walked into the kitchen. I, I know I told Cinderella this, but I walked into the kitchen for my keys. So I walked around my island twice and thought, why am I here? Went back to my bedroom, got to my bedroom and thought, well, crap, I was getting my keys. Walked back into the kitchen, 
Somebody asked me a question on my way in, walked around the freaking island twice again and thought, why am I in here? Went back into my bedroom, grabbed my purse and thought, crap, I need my keys. Walked back into the kitchen, got sidetracked with the grandkid coming down the stairs, telling me something. And then I walked all the way out to my car and said, where are my keys? Guess where they're at? In the car. No, they're in there laying on the island. I've walked around them now three or four times. So it it upset me so bad. The next time I went to my doctor, I said, look, something is wrong. There's something wrong with my brain. I need more. What's it called for your brain? What do you, what do you call that drug? Starts with the E. Anyway, I need more lecithin is what my, do you need more lecithin in your body? And I was freaked out. I told her, it's like, this is what happened. And I gave her this scenario and she's looking at me. She takes a deep breath and she puts her hand on my shoulder and she says, okay, let me calm your nerves for you. She said, menopause, you've had COVID four times now. And that has been proven to affect your memory. I don't even want to go into the COVID stuff. Yes. Even though, you know, neither one of us took the vaccine. No, we didn't. But there's a shedding to the mRNA, just by the way. So some of us may have picked up some of that stuff. And that may be the reason that we got COVID to begin with. Right. So I'm walking around. around. And I'd give her my host story. And like I said, she put her hand on my shirt. She said, let me tell you something. She said, with COVID, with menopause, with all this stuff, she goes, let me calm your nerves for you. She goes, I want you to look at it this way. Yes, you might have lapped your kitchen three or four times. And that's not going to be the only time you do it, Sandy. She goes, you're probably going to lose things. You're going to have your short-term memory. You're going to forget things. But she says, when you go and finally find those keys, I'm going to pick up my keys, find your keys. She said, my concern would be when you picked up your keys and you didn't know what they were used for. Correct. She said, so all this forgetfulness, all this thing like this is normal. She goes, but when you. I disagree. It's not normal (laughs) because I've done it. I mean, (laughs) but she said it's normal for where you're at in life. She goes, but if you pick something up. Or you look at something and you forget what it's used for, then you call me because then we we do have an issue happening. And I thought, well, hallelujah, I'm not crazy. So now when I forget stuff, I'm like, oh, well, I'll think about whatever it was I was looking for later. You know, I don't let it get upset because she said that's part of the problem. It's just an additional stress to you worrying about your forgetfulness, worrying about your weight gain, worrying about your hot flashes, worrying about this. She said, just relax, take it day by day. She said, do what I tell you to do. The things that I, and she's a naturalist. So because I can't take hormones, she suggests things for me to take, you know, tart cherry, things that are, things that are ginkgo, things that are good for my body, but I don't have to have a prescription for. So with that being said, if you've forgot things, just know that's normal. It's normal. It can be. Okay. It can be normal. Mm -hmm. But just like she said, the next part of it, if you forget where the keys go or what things mean or what things mean, then that is a potential sign of the beginning stages of Alzheimer's. Yeah. Or dementia. Yeah. Correct. 
Because she said, you know, you look at it, she goes, that's why you see people with dementia or Alzheimer's that may walk around with underwear on their head. She said, I'm not meaning that generally. They, for, they, the they put it on the wrong rear end. They, well, they know it goes on their body, but they can't remember Like I what said, they for. put it on the wrong rear yes. end. Okay, so let's get back to what has happened because this is very serious, okay? This is not something to play around with. So a couple of my girlfriends, why do you do those bioidentical hormones? Because, I mean, that's what the Hotsey Health and Wellness Clinic does. I mean, the new thing is the pellets. So much easier. You don't have to worry about taking them every day, putting them under your tongue, whether they're absorbed Mm -hmm. or not. They're in your body. Okay. Oh, and they make you feel fabulous. I mean, you won't forget anything anymore. Your brain will be active again. You'll have so much energy. And so I gave in to listening to them and went and visited this doctor. And I mean, same good. I mean, he he seemed like he was legit to me and his office was packed full of people and all of this stuff, right? And he did some blood work in the beginning. And I said, well, I want to be very conservative about the amount of estrogen you give me. So, okay, 12.5 is what they gave me. And I still have everything, meaning I've not had a hysterectomy. So I have a uterus, I had, I have ovaries, I have it all. And you need to take the progesterone and the progesterone went from hundred milligrams to 200 milligrams. Well, we couldn't get that right because guess what? I started bleeding about the same time that I once had periods. Okay. And sometimes it happened, sometimes it didn't. And they just told me not to worry about it. That's just a part of what could happen when your body gets the estrogen that you were missing. And I had less than 10, which means I had none. So my ovaries were not producing estrogen. And today my estradiol sets at 48. And that is not of a postmenopause female. It's not. And guess what? I haven't had any of those pellets since last April. And since January 22nd, this episode of bleeding, Mm -hmm. since January 22nd, that has been going on. And so I decided to get my records. And when I look at my records, 12.5 is not the lowest dose they could give me because the last dose that they gave me was six. I think you can even go lower than that. Well, I'm just saying with the last one that they gave me and I don't know how to get the estradiol out. And I've gone to my Chinese medicine doctor and we attempted to do it. And then I even went to another physician and that physician, that was an interesting visit. And guess what I had to end up doing? I mean, I thought that she was going to get my medical records. I had to call back three weeks later because I had not heard from them. And funny thing, they said, well, we don't have them. Let me check and see what's going on. Can you hold on for just a moment? And then, oh, 10 minutes later, she came back and she goes, well, guess what? We just received them. How convenient. So I said, well, may I make a follow-up appointment? We make a follow-up appointment. And I think I'm going in there to have an ultrasound and she's going to do everything and look at everything. Oh, no, we just have another discussion. and. I asked to see my records because, I mean, it's very important 
ladies and ladies that take care of their husband's health for them you and your children's health, you need to keep records. You need to keep those records. Absolutely. So, and they don't just offer them to you, by the way, you have to ask for them. So anyway, I waited to hear from her and waited to hear from the people that she said she would contact as far as the ultrasounds were concerned and the next steps. But what she wanted to do immediately was she said to me, she said, well, let's just do a DNC and get a really good look at your lining because you, you don't like to have biopsies in the office. Well, let's no. Get, I mean, hey, let's that's go. the way she spoke that's to me. That's crazy because why would you want to go under? It was very passive aggressive. Yeah, you know you, what I'm saying? Yes. Why would you want to go under and have everything scraped? That's all a DNC is. Why? Well, because why? I didn't like biopsies because, I mean, she must have heard it from oh, the doctor or the nurse or whoever. Well, no, so you know how painful a biopsy yes, is? I've had them. I know. Oh my gosh. They go in there and pinch off. Yes, they do. A piece of your lining. Absolutely. While you're had awake. Mm-hmm. Had them nothing. No, no. My gosh, no, it's nothing. horrible. I screamed. It was embarrassing. I said And I was squeezing the dickens out of the person's hand that was holding my hand. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. So, I mean, ladies, we sometimes just have to go through H-E- Double L. Yes, hockey sticks to live our lives. It's crazy. It is. It's absolutely crazy. Thank you, Eve. We can take it all the way back to Eve. Thank you, Eve. I don't know why I'm being blamed for something else. I mean, what, what, I mean, God really, why am I being blamed for what she did way back when? Or any other woman that that mean is doing it today. I'm still trying to find a reason to blame it on Adam, just so you know. Well, I think there's lots of reasons to blame it on Adam. <laughs> I mean, come on. He was supposed to be protecting her. He was the leader. Be the leader of the house. Where was he where, when the serpent was, you know, coming around? Well, you don't even want me to get into that because that's why <laughs> affairs happen. It's because, you know, Eve and Adam can't say no. And it's just like, oh, my, oh my goodness. God, I mean, that exists today. So I don't even want to go down that trail. <laughs> but what I will say is I had to end up. This is the. God's honest truth, ordering my own blood work. And you know how I did it? Thank God I had a relationship with my general practitioner's nurse because my general practitioner has been out for a few months and I don't know why. And I called her, told her what was going on. And I said, can you please look at my blood work Mm -hmm. so I can see where I am? Because I mean, I've been bleeding for this long and my gums were starting to get lighter. And I was forgetting things Mm -hmm. that I hadn't forgotten in a long time. Okay. Where's my cell phone? And I'm looking for it, looking for it all over the house. Were you talking on it? Because I've done that one before. No, but this is what happened. Then it rings and I feel my stomach vibrating. So I had tucked it in my pants. Okay. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I have it right here on my person next to my skin and I couldn't find it. Yeah. So you talk about running around the island. I get it. I was going crazy. <laughs> so looked at the blood work and guess what? Calcium's low. Albumin's low. This is low. Platelets are low. On the lower end of normal, the platelets, but the other stuff is low. It's never been low before. Guess what the estradiol was? High. Yes. So I'm just saying. 
don't set back and just wait. But now I have to find some, and I have an appointment with someone to go and see them. And I don't even know if that's the right one. It's just like, who do you go to? And then I have an appointment because Hotsey Health and Wellness still take care of my thyroid issues. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have to tell the doctor, that's my doctor. (laughs) Guess what? Because a year ago he said, Cinderella, your estrogen level is a lot higher than I would like to see it. I said, really? (laughs) He knows her so well because he's been as her. I know good and well when you said that, he probably thought, "Mm -hmm, what has she done? Mm-hmm. And what had I done? I mean, I cheated on my doctors. You did. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's the way I feel like, you know, I betrayed them and now I'm going to have to say something. I mean, admit <laughs> to that. That's embarrassing for me. And then I'm going to have to figure out how to get myself some help. And everybody's just saying to me immediately, have a hysterectomy. No, I'm not just going to start yanking things out. You know, you need to be checked out and see what the problem is. For myself, hysterectomy was the only option because I, why it was so bad on my ultrasound. My ultrasounds were covered by so many cysts that they couldn't even see my ovaries. Neither one of my ovaries could they cyst. And I had 19 fibroids inside my uterus and on the outside of my uterus. And it would have been more painful and made absolutely no sense for them to try to remove all those fibroids and cysts and couldn't guarantee that one of them wouldn't rupture or bust while they were messing with it. So in my case, my situation, hysterectomy was necessary. So that's a good point, Cinderella. Don't think that that has to be the answer for everybody that hysterectomy is going to make it all better because you know me, I've just told you I can't take hormones. So, but leaving all that stuff in me and that was causing me 63 days of bleeding, it, I didn't really have a choice because it was a no brainer. This all has to come out because you stand the risk of infection You stand the risk of fibroids bursting. And from what I understand, praise God, the cysts that were all covering my ovaries, I never had one rupture. But from what I hear from people who have had cyst ruptures, it's a very painful thing. And thank you, Jesus, for not letting me have to experience all that. So I'm one case scenario. Everybody's everybody's scenario is going to be different. Like Cinderella said, it may not you know, require having a hysterectomy because the way I believe the more body parts you leave, the better off, the better are you are. And that's what (laughs) that's, I mean, that's why I go to the doctors that I go to because I mean, people here in the state of Oklahoma, because, you know, I worked at the hospital. Right. Why do you go to them? Because I trust them because we have a partnership in my well being, Absolutely. And that is so important to me. Now, let me tell you, I looked up some things because here's another thing I forgot to mention. The blood work that I asked them to pull was a CA-125. Mm-hmm. A CA-125 tells you whether or not you have cancer antigens mm-hmm. for the it ovaries. Does. For the ovaries. Mm-hmm. Okay. It does. And I didn't even want to look at that. I've never been afraid to look at my blood work. And I went over to my daughter's house and dropped off some things to her. Mm -hmm. 
And I said, by the way, I have the results and I can't read this one. And she goes, okay, well, let me read it. And then she said, oh, it's in the normal range. Thank God. I mean, I was just so relieved. Right, right. But then last night, because I had tried to get a hold of someone that I respect a lot that is a Mm -hmm. physician, and he said, you need to go, you need to go to a gynecologist ASAP and be checked out for endometrial cancer. Yep. Okay. So it's just like, oh my gosh. But so then last night, this is where I go because I go, oh my gosh, I'm going to stay up as late as possible. And I talked to PI 20 and she and I were trying to figure out things because I mean, she has a degree in kinesiology. Mm -hmm. Okay. On top of a degree in education. She's just very smart and she's very logical. And sometimes I'm not, especially when you're in the midst of the throes of something like this, you're scared to death. I am scared. So I went and I looked at some of the reviews for other women that have had this type of pellet. Okay. And I'm not going to mention the name of it. Let me tell you my personal experience with my best friend's experience with this particular pellet. I had pellets for about nine years, my friend a year less. Okay. So that meant her, the friend was Mm -hmm. eight years, right? Mm Mm-hmm. About the same time I had breast cancer and my friend had it about two months sooner, but of ours tested as being hormone produced or fed by hormones, I had to have radiation. My friend did not. We both had a a lumpectomy and after we both stopped the hormones on the advice of different OBGYNs. We experienced extreme bleeding. Okay, remember I said I haven't done this since April. And I've experienced extreme bleeding for months to the point that I had a DNC procedure and my friend had an ablation on her uterus, which is what I had that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what the doctor wanted to do. I think that gave him to me, Mm -hmm. if I remember correctly. The bleeding was a pad an hour. You talk about scary. Well, I've experienced it. So I know it went on for two months like that. My friend went three months hoping it would stop, which it may have, but I couldn't go out as I was bleeding so heavy. It was uncomfortable. My GYN was aware of the post hormone issues. I'll just say that and could not understand why this is. Why this, hold on just a second, isn't explained and why they keep your hormones so dangerously high. Mm-hmm. Did you hear me? High. high. Okay. Again, this is my personal experience and my best friend's experience. Even with insurance, the cost of surgery and the radiation was a lot, not to mention the breast cancer and radiation. What I do, the name of these pellets again, over again? No. The benefits were not really that great. Of course not. You got sick. I just thought they would help with weight or muscle. And let's talk about that at some point. I mean, the pressure that's put on women today through social media about their weight, okay, and them getting older, but that didn't happen. It made me less cranky 
but cranky or cancer, which one do you want? I'd rather be cranky. I mean, A, 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 pick me. Yes. I went to the PV's office. I don't know. No, I'm sorry. I skipped a line. Once again, my personal opinion from my experience with, and they named the pellets. Mm -hmm. I went to the PV office. I don't know what PV means. Do you? I went to the PV office, physicians Mm -hmm. visit. I hit who knows. The rest of them that gave these, there was another one too that, you know, said the same thing. Uh They had some success with it, but then they had this happen, Mm -hmm. the bleeding and all of that stuff. Now, I don't know if these women still had everything or not. I went through menopause at the perfect age of, it was either 51 or 52. And I remember the last period I had, it was January 25th. I just don't remember if it was when I was 51 or 52, but, and I had some hot flashes and, you know, some things like that and some mood swings, but they weren't bad. And as long as I, I just would say, oh my gosh, you have to be so careful and you have to really check out these people. And did God mean for us to have hormones all our lives? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think by an all natural thing, like I told you, my, my guy don't tell me that your ovaries eventually just shrivel up and disappear, you know? So, well, I can tell you this, that just know for those of you listening, don't, you know, I don't want you to feel sorry for me or anything else. If you want to pray for me, you can pray that there's an answer that isn't, you know, cancer related, cancer related or, you know, too invasive. That would be great. But I will tell you this. Believe me, I already know where I'm going. If it is. Yeah, we shouldn't walk in fear. No, I, I know where I'm going because right. I, I'm so, and I will get treatment at that place and then move on down the road. Or if it's my time to go, guess what? Hello, Jesus. <laughs> I'll be happy to meet you and be your bride. <laughs> exactly. So I think we talked about hormones. I mean, you gotta, you need to stay on them. You need to find you a good physician, somebody that you trust. Like, like Cinderella said, she's got her doctors that she trusts and I do too. And I'll just tell you, you got to be comfortable. It's your body and you only get one shot at it. I mean, God gives us this body to take care of and it's, it's the, his temple that he's given us. So I would suggest that if you're going through any of these hormonal things that we've talked about today and you're having issues, you don't have to struggle and you're not alone. Just reach out, find somebody that you trust and Tackle it one thing at a time. Cinderella, like I said, she's still tackling hers. I'm still trying to get through the night sweats and the insomnia, but that's to come. You know what I mean? It's to come. Well, I can tell you I've been really moody lately, haven't I? (laughs) No, seriously, haven't I? You've been on a little bit of a roller coaster, I would say. Yeah. I mean, you're not, you're not unbearable or anything like that. Not while I'm out in public, but behind closed doors, (laughs) I'm a mess. She's a lot better than what you think, but it does make you do crazy things. So you got to take. I'm I'm just not going to murder anyone. No, do anything like that. Yeah, that's the reason why I took my gun out of my truck. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I'm telling you. So anyway, but what I would suggest is, you know, I mean, when I have a blood workup, Uh it's very conclusive. I mean, I look at everything. 
you know, and I will post those things on the website for sure. Absolutely. And I think that everyone should do that for themselves every year, have their blood work. Be your own up. voice. Yes. You have got to be an active participant in your own rescue. Yes. Something's happening. Don't be afraid to ask questions like I used to be. I used to just shut up, do what they said and go on. No. You Haven't we questions. learned now Absolutely. with all this stuff that's going on in our yes. country? That we don't shut up and just do no. whatever anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, how badly have we been lied to all Absolutely. in the name of money? Absolutely. I mean, that's what these doctors are making is a bunch of money off of us, ladies. You know, and it you is, have the right to fire, like you said the yes. other day. Well, Donald Trump said it best. <laughs> You're, You're fired. fired. <laughs> <laughs> and oh my gosh, we could go into what's going on with Trump yeah, right now. But yeah. I mean, how sad is it? That'll be a good story for next week. We can talk we about We will that. talk about that it. That would be great. Yes. Not next week, but. The week after. Yeah. I'm something sure like what that. What week is it? <laughs> yes. The clo- I mean, we're going to go gonna down the. Forgotful gonna- memory again. Oh my gosh. Did I tell you, Sandy? I have to say this before. You know, I have a crush on Tucker Carlson, a minor crush on him. Okay. But you know who really intrigues me even more than him? Oh, this makes me nervous. Who? Dr. Jordan Peterson. Peterson. And he's coming to town. And guess what? I have tickets on the floor, (laughs) row D. Wow. Good for you. Yes. Stage level. That's great. And you know what? Jordan Peterson, Dr. Jordan Peterson, has a fascination with Disney characters. Oh, there you go. Cinderella. Well, I Are mean, maybe, maybe he needs to come and talk to us. Oh, wouldn't that be great to have oh, him live? Did you hear us? us, Dr. Jordan Peterson? <laughs> come talk to Cinderella and her friend. Yes. Sandy. Absolutely. Yeah. That'd be great. And she's not my stepsister. No, I'm not. She's the my one. sister in Christ. <laughs> but he's going to be one. here to talk about some really interesting things. That would be cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I bet you won't be able to get tickets, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, hormonally, I hope you listened and paid attention because the reason that I started this podcast to begin with was I've been there. I've done it. I got through it somehow. I don't know how, except for God. And that's why I'm telling you the things that I told you today. And Sandy has shared with you the same. Mm -hmm. We have that same common end goal is to help you through our mistakes. Absolutely. So that's what we do here at Cinderella Chats, life, love, and relationships. See you soon. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed the show today, share it with your friends so they can listen in to our conversations about life, love, and relationships. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cinderella Chats, the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. We look forward to our Tuesdays together and know you will too. 